Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. I'm going to talk to you today because I want you to accept the responsibility of a decision. Where will you see yourself in 10 years? I'm only saying 10 because a lot of people know that we're living in the last of the last days. I I don't have a problem with the Lord coming quick. I don't have a problem with the Lord delaying. The same one that can come can delay. And he supplies the power for us to endure. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I mean, if you ask Abraham where he saw himself at 90 or 90 and 9, he was going in a particular direction. And then God changed his name. And when God changed his name from Abram to Abraham, within one year, he had the promise. But he did not have the promise despite his physicality. He had a supernatural regeneration in his physical being, and he lived another 76 years since his name was changed. Now I guarantee you just as Moses was at 120, not bowed over, not weak, and not frail. Just as the Lord is when he appears on Patmos to the aged St. John, he has sent me to add to your healthy, victorious youthful years by the power of the anointed word of the living God Rogan come here come here come here lift your hands up lift your hands up every organ in your body every part of your being every aspect of your life regenerated revived refueled renewed by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Can I talk to you a little bit? I'm not preaching. I'm just talking to you. I was literally aborted by injection. And I didn't die. And they said we'll make it work. We'll make it work. My parents said, no. My mom said, if I die, I die. And so throughout the years, there's been many attempts on my life, even as recent as uh, 2010. Actually beyond that, but as recent as 2010. Now I won't go into details about it. Except 
if they drink any deadly thing. It shall not hurt them. So on my way to a foreign mission field and on my presence on foreign land, on my way to the continents we love the most to sow the word of God liberally, generously, and in education, a family that is um, snuck into the presence of a hospitality back room poisoned me. Fact. But I didn't poison. Fact. Fact. The greatest testimony you can have to the ungodly is that their weapons do not prevail against you. So I want to talk to you before I minister today. You are the redeemed of the Lord. And the redeemed of the Lord will say so. And we are the spearhead and the front line of this supernatural camp meeting. And we have not just come for a certificate or for a degree or for an award or for an honor. We came to bask as a family in the presence of the almighty good God. To be lifted to a level consistent with and congruent with the very call of God upon our life. We're world changers. We're gospel preachers. Glory be to God. We are the people that will renew their strength. We're the people that will run and not be weary. We're the people that will not faint. We're the people that will mount up with wings as eagles. Glory, 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 glory. Put your hands on your spirit and say, Today, I believe that a decision predicated based on the living word of God the very promise of the covenant that has been made available to me through my Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ that decision is a decision of power a decision of authority a decision that will not be reneged upon and will not be changed therefore that decision will work in my life supernaturally excellently abundantly every day of every year for the next decade from victory to victory from faith to faith and from glory to glory well if you believe it go ahead and let out the greatest shout of praise Stay on your feet for one more moment. Just sensing the heart of God for you tonight. And if you have your Bibles, please open them with me to 
the Psalms while you're on your feet. And if you look with me in your sacred scriptures um, to Psalm 8, the 8th Psalm. And we're going to see this as theology. We're going to see this as relevant to humanity through Christ Jesus. And we're going to see it as performed covenant or performed redemption. On our behalf, because we'll immediately notice that the psalmist is speaking prophetically. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. Hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger? When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou hast made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep, oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Of course, the, the language that I'm reading is the Middle English. And I'm reading out of the King James uh, version of the Bible. So that in case you have a different uh, variant or y- you'll, you'll know that I'm doing that. And if you could just stay before we make our confession of faith with me. You ready to go where you've never gone before? And we'll stay there. Doesn't mean we're going away. That's right. You can say that again. 
I'm going to read to you out of Hebrews, the second chapter and verse 6 while you're standing. Again, look at this, because I said we're going to make it what? We're going to make it doctrine, uh, theology, we're going to make it relevant to humanity, we're going to make it covenant given to us, and we're going to make it redemption performed on our behalf by our Lord and Savior. And we're not doing that with assumption, we're actually reading the performance of the very prophetic word that the psalmist was looking into. Amen. Amen. But one in a certain place testified saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownedest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man for it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory To make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Hold the Bible above your head. Shout it out loud like an army. This is the word of God. God. Not an opinion. Not Not human tradition. Not Not subject to dispute. dispute. He's alive. alive. God said. said, I believe. believe. And that settles it. He is who he says he is. He will do what he says he will do. I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. And I can do what he says I can do. Well, if you believe that through the help of the Lord, the captain of your salvation, you can do all that, put the Bible down, give God the greatest shout of praise. You've ever let a You may be seated.
There is no doubt that the psalmist, no doubt that the children of the covenant, having had constantly the word of God taught to us and rehearsed in our ears since our childhood till the time we were inducted into early um, maturity, we know the word of God. There's no reason at all that anyone would wonder whether or not the psalmist David, who's a prophet and also a patriarch according to uh, the second chapter of the book of Acts, who's predicted the resurrection of the Lord or the fact that his soul will not be kept in hell and his body will not see corruption. And many, many messianic prophecies that are uttered in the Psalms and in the songs that were prophetic in nature, no doubt that the anointing upon David was also a deliverance anointing because it, it, it frustrated and manifested Saul who had been rejected by his own rebellion against God. The point is this. There is no way that David was theologically or scripturally unaware of the fact that God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Surely he knew, he knew the book of Moses. Surely he knew that God made them male and female. Surely he knew that God formed man uh, out of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Surely he knew that God in the beginning made them male and female, and he blessed them. And he said, be fruitful and multiply. And replenish the earth. And have dominion. Shout that word. Dominion. Shout those two words. Have Shout them again. Have One more time like an army. Have he knew that. Have dominion over the fish of the sea. The fowl of the air. The creeping things. The cattle over all the earth. That's the word of God. But the psalm is clear. First of all, it starts with something very powerful. It starts with a remedy to the accuser's mouth. It says, out of the lips or the mouths of babes and sucklings, you've perfected to still the mouth of the avenger. You've got in your life today the ability to still the storm of the adversary, to shut the mouth of the devil, to release the power of the living God. I'm going to stop till the church lets out that authority today. And, and, and just like that, you might not be able to stop him in the world from running his mouth. But you can definitely live completely with him being non-relevant to your predictions, your expectations, your joy, your victory, and your success. You're the church of the living God. You're the body of Christ. You're the family of God. And 
the best days are upon you. And in this coming decade, you're walking uphill in victory and authority and dominion. No enemy will defeat the church. No adversary will stop the leader and the believer. Can you hear me back there? Well, why are you sitting watching the movie? Jump up and play your role. You may be seated. I just want you to know you're welcome. Jump up anytime you want. You don't have to be said, well, I'm, 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 you know, I'm just going to let the people in the front. I just come from behind you and preach to you. To still the mouth of the avenger. You, 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 uh, you, it's, the babes and sucklings, you perfected. How does he say it in Psalms? You perfected what? Well, our Lord talking to the 70 or 72. When we came back with great joy saying, even the devils are subject to us through your name. In other words, when we put your name on it, because we know who you are, we just know who you are. We put your name on it. We're sent by you. Are you sent by the Lord into this world? Then his name will work on your behalf. His power will work in your ministry. His health will work in your body. His life will work in your being. My God. Watch this. And, the, and, and they came back and said, even the devils are subject to us in your name. Isn't that the word of God? He said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. In other words, I was around when we threw him out. I, was, I threw him out. I beheld. There is, the, your enemy is in a perpetual fall. And you're in an everlasting escalation forward of God. watch what he says watch what he says he says uh, he says behold I give you authority the word is power but it's not dunamis in that text it's exousia in the Greek or authority means it's not predicated on you being moved by the spirit of God it's predicated on you not changing your covenant your promise your conviction it's predicated on I will not die I will not quit I will not deny I will not fail I will not stop I will run I will preach I will declare I will sing I will shout I will magnify and our Lord our Lord He says, I give you authority to advance by setting your feet on scorpions and snakes. You know, it's not a good thing to advance that way. But I know what it's like. Because I was really, really little. When one day I just walked over a pretty big snake. 
I'm talking about we were walking in a dirt road between two, you know, what do you call it? Bushy, bushy uh, out in the boonies. And in the, uh, whatever, I'm, I wouldn't know why I'm looking at you. Probably because it's Zimbabwe. But you understand, it's a dirt path. I just walked right over a snake and, and the thing in, in the middle of the snake was about that thick. And my friends, they, I found out that I, you know, I went and they wouldn't go. Because the snake was from one side to the other side. I'm a little kid. Now I'm on the other side by myself. Well, I don't want to be over there. I want to be with my friends. So I have to make myself run and jump over. It's not your first inclination to step on your adversary. But it's your covenant right. It's your covenant right. It's your covenant right. Glory, 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 glory. It's your covenant right. And so I desperately, this is a natural example, but I, you know, you grew, you, I was little. But a natural example, I don't either be on the other side, who knows how long that snake will boycott the road. You know, I'm supposed to be with my people, my friends. So I had to make a run and a jump over. And, you know, I, I figured if I make the decision and don't change, it's well within my ability. Whew, I'm here to tell you. If God gives you the word, oh, he's asking, make the decision and don't change. He'll take you by the hand. He'll lead you along the way. He'll bless you. He'll care for you. He'll supply for you. He'll aid you. He'll support you. He'll procure you. He'll... Hey! 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 Glory to God! Glory to God! Glory to God! And, and so the Lord said, our Lord, our Lord said, rejoice not in that the devils are subject to you, but rather rejoice in that your name is written in heaven. And he tells us in that same text, I give you authority to trample and to foot the scorpions and the snakes and, and, and uh, the enemy to advance by setting your foot on, on your enemy. Glory to God. Can I, can I lose the power on you? Run up here real quick. Run up here real quick. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And he said to advance, but, and, he, and nothing shall by any means harm you. In the middle of that text, the Bible said, the Lord rejoice in the spirit. He began to jump up and down and spin around saying, I thank you, Father, that you've hid these things and the prudent but you've revealed them to babes hey hey 
hands. Because even so it seemed good in your sight. You've revealed them to um, children born of God. You've revealed to them the power of putting God first. Praising God and muzzling the adversary. And stilling the power of the adversary. He was quoting Psalms. That's not what we're preaching on today. We're not preaching on what you do. We're preaching on who you are. If God can convince us who we are, we will do what we're told to do. Father, you've hid these things, but you've revealed them. You've revealed them. And our Lord, our Lord, jumping up and down rejoicing about something so relevant. So when we read that in Psalm, and we, we say, the psalmist is aware. He's aware of man being created by God he's aware of the words let us make man in our image he's aware of man being made out of the dust of the ground he's aware of man being given originally dominion over birds and, and fish and cattle and the earth but that's not what he talks about he said when I consider your works your stars, your planets, your sun, your moon. That's when I ask myself. And the Hebrew word is not only what is man, the Hebrew word is ma. It is what is man with relevance to your assessment of him. Why is man with reference to what you have foreordained him to fulfill purpose? Now ladies, you might as well get excited because he's talking about mankind. So Dr. Robbins is probably watching on on a private stream or she'll listen to you later. So apostolic women... So, because how, how many of us know that when you think what is man, then theologians and, 
and, and commentators come in and say, well, you know, man is nothing. Man is dust. Man is going back to dust. And, what, you know, it's God and man and there's nothing in common. But God is mindful of man. As if God had a second thought and said, oops, we messed up by creating Adam. We better come up with a plan B. Let's call him Jesus. Don't get offended at me just because I'm reading your theology. I didn't come up with the theology. I came with the answer. And so it's not, it's not what is man. He's nothing. You're mindful of him. <laughs> you don't come into that when you examine the stars and the moon and all that. And you say, you, you're going to come to a conclusion. You put all these things under his feet. Did David had, have any visual evidence that all these things were under man's feet? Or was it a prophetic evidence? Was it the spirit of prophecy speaking about where you and I are seated in Christ Jesus today? Far above all principalities, all power, all might and over all dominion. My God has given us the ability to throw the net in on the right side of the ship. Glory, glory, glory. And so, the word is ma. And it, it's, it's um, you don't have to take my word for it. I'm going to prove it to you in a moment. It, it's what is man with reference or uh, of the esteem you called him to. And why is man... Why is mankind created? I, I doubt if anybody here has failed to ask God at one point or another in our life, why am I here? Why is man? Well, I'm going to get ahead of myself. Why did the Lord become man? Why did the living, ever living word of God, who has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, chose to be incarnate, a body has not... Why did he come down to leave me the way Adam passed it on to me? Or did he come down to be the last Adam with the last say-so in my life and take me up? He forever changed my identity through affiliation with his authority and his dominion. I'm not the person I used to be. I'm a new creation born from above, born again, born from heaven, born from the source. And he who is in Christ and they who are in Christ are new creation, new creatures. Old things are passed away. All things are become new and all things are of God. So the apostle Paul clearly says, and he raised us up together with him. That's not a debate. 
and he made us to sit together with him in the heaven. That's not a debate. So now I could look at the psalmist and I can tell he's not looking at Adam's exercise of authority. Let me explain that statement because the, the rush, the inrush of the spirit is so strong right now, pastor, that I have to explain these statements. Are you catching this? We do not have an account in the Bible where we see Adam exercising the authority other than naming the animals. We don't see Adam commanding birds or saying anything and I'm not saying he did or I'm not saying he didn't. But we don't have record of any of that. Do we? (laughs) We have all the evidence we need to see how man acted when Jesus ministered for three and a half years. The only man of his kind, the only kind of man that did not bow the knee in one way or another to the adversary. He was not the devil's slave. He did not owe the enemy anything. He was from another world. He was from another realm. He was conceived purely and he was birthed supernaturally and he grew up, hallelujah, in the grace and the power of God. And with his word, there was a command that devils came out and in that incapacitated were healed and the afflicted was set free and the loaves multiplied and, and the water was turned to wine and and, and 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 the storm was quieted and he walked on the water and so so I don't even have evidence of the first Adam exercising authority but I have more than enough evidence of the last Adam exercising all of the authority and the power in the world I have evidence that he rose again to bless me I have evidence should I stop? This is, this is probably going to end up being a TBC. Do you know what that is? How many of us are learning something today? There's no, no, no evidence. We don't see Adam acting on, and he blessed them and gave them authority and did all that. I'm not saying he didn't. And I'm not saying he did. I'm just saying we don't have record. But we have, we have, uh, we have a lot of record of shut up, come out, stop it, peace be still. Lazarus! Your victories in your heart. Your victories in your mouth. Your victories in your Lord. Is in your heart and in your mouth. Glory, 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 glory. And so he, he, 
he, the Lord, became the man. And so, now we, this is why we read Hebrews chapter 2. And Hebrews 2 said, you made him a, lower, a little lower than the Old Testament says Elohim, or the God uh, side, the angels as well as the Godhead uh, through Christ's adherence to his humanity. Because he was tempted at all points like we are yet what? Without sin. And at any moment he could have bailed out. Because he could have asked for 12 legions of angels. He would have been taken out and received back into the same glory he had with the Father before the world was. Boy, that's good preaching, Doc. Preach the word. It's the word of God. At any moment, the Lord didn't have to die on the cross to win a victory over the devil. He died on the cross to give you victory over the devil. And he did. And we have all the victory over the enemy. Because we've been, my God. My, we've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless we live. Yet not us. But it's Christ who lives in us. And the life that I now live in the body. I live by the faith of the son of God. Who loved me. Run up here Dan. Run. Run. Power on your life. And gave himself, pick him up, pick him up, help him. And gave himself for me. I declare the fire of Almighty God over you, over your economy, over your family, over your relatives, over your loved ones. Lift your hands and shout hallelujah. The life I now live in the flesh or in the body, I live by the faith of the Son of God. The only way that can happen is if I'm not usurping that faith. So the only way I don't usurp that faith is I become convinced that the one who's come to make me part of the one has succeeded. And I'm now a member of the body of the one that will not bow to the adversary. Therefore his faith is granted to me to enforce his works in the earth. And that's the church. That's why no enemy, no adversary, no weapon, no power, and no dispensation will defeat you. Should I stop? Don't wait to get to heaven. You may be seated. Don't wait to get to heaven. You're going to have to wait to get there, you know, by translation. But don't wait to get there to be changed (laughs) into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, you've hid these things from the wise and the prudent. You've revealed them to to babes. So the psalmist is talking prophetically. And then the writer to the Hebrews is clear about it. You've made him a little lower than the angels for the sufferings of death. (laughs) So, in other words, he he became a human in order to humanly die. So the real man didn't show up till the word man 
occupied his body. And then he retroactively, he actually went into the earth and threw his supernatural gospel net and redeemed all who were waiting in Abraham's bosom and led captivity captive. My God. He took out 153 from the heart of the earth into the third heaven. That's a figurative number, you, you understand. That's allegory I'm teaching. But that's what the word of God says. Actually, the apostolic creed, the old one, said he descended into hell and rose again. So, and the writings of Peter said, being put to death in the flesh, he was quickened by the spirit. By which also he went down to the lower parts of the earth and preached the gospel to those spirits that were once disobedient, even in the uh, time of Noah. Now, I'm not going to give you any more scripture on that. You, you understand? Because we'll go, it, it will be to be continued, to be continued, to be continued. It was like three TBCs. I love you. So, where's my book? Thank you, darling. So, so he, he, says, he says, when I consider your universe... The psalmist is there and he's considering the universe and he's considering that in the prophetic spirit that is upon him that started coming on him when Samuel poured that horn of oil over his head and chose him being the eighth among seven other, seven other predecessor brethren and he kept looking, 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 looking till his father Jesse said all I have is one shepherd out there and Samuel said I'm not going to sit down until you get him over here because the Lord told me to fill my horn with oil God has told me to fill my horn with oil Jesse's house and this week we're pouring on your head what my God what is necessary to manifest your victory 100% of the time glory 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 there's no time limit take it all don't worry about it don't worry about people jumping up or whatever. Right? So the psalmist, you may be seated. He's, he's thinking about that from the prophetic spirit of God. And we know it's scripture because it's in the scripture. And we know it's doctrine because Christ performed it. So is the spirit of Christ moving on David. So Psalm 8 wasn't a song was more than a song hallelujah hallelujah glory to God and so he's thinking and he probably started with have dominion over the fish of the sea the fowl of the air the creeping things the cattle over all the earth probably started there because he knew Genesis but there's no evidence of any of that so what is man with reference is he, is he an evolved animal? What, what is it? So he asks, what is man? Why is man? Let me ask you something. If man is so unimportant to God, why did God become a man to whip the arch enemy of the universe? 
Why is the champion of humanity the mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus? God himself became what he intended man to become so he can redeem man out of having been like the the fallen Adam to being like the resurrected Into, came into the devil's own living room and he told me about it and told you about it my brother he said when a strong man is armed he keeps his house and his goods are in peace but when a stronger than him is come upon him he binds him and takes away the armor wherein he trusted and he Divides his spoil. One translation said he ransacks his house. My Lord ransacked the house of the devil. And he's still doing it today. He's still doing it today. Glory. Glory. You have a minute? Why is man chosen by God? Our Lord is phenomenal. Our God is magnificent. Our God, and I won't have time to get into this, but how many FCD people do we have here? And first century faith? So we will get into the verses of scripture in the new covenant that talk about God's foreplan or foreordination of those that will accept what Christ supplied for humanity. That's you and I. We'll touch on that and then in FCD next week we'll dive into that. So FCD people don't pull on me tonight. Just first century faith me tonight. Why is man? Who is man? Who is humanity? Well, let me ask you this. Jesus asked the question. Whom do men say that I am? Talking about himself. So what did people say? Are you tired? You better not be. I'm the one moving in this anointing. You know, Bishop asked me in, in, in Zimbabwe, dad, you know, your dad, he asked me, he said, he's in private, he, he, because he's a man of God. He said, how do you stand there and minister for like six hours and then lay hands on all the time? And then I talked to him a little bit about this. He didn't have a problem with it. Because it's not subject to a nation. The victory of Jesus is over the entire planet. Come on now. The victory of the Lord is cross borders, cross denominations, cross genders, male and female. It, it crosses every barrier. It manifests the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Should I stop? No. 
Should I stop? No. Who is man? Well, who am I? The Lord said. Well, some people say you're Elijah. Some people say you're this. Some people say, I mean, whom do you say that I am? Thou art the Christ. Thou art the anointed one. Thou art the Messiah. The son of the living God. Oh, so the son of the living God became the man. So, he's also the image of the invisible God. So there was no perfect image of the invisible God before God became the image. And then he sold the image. And he said to him, he said, unless I fall into the ground and die, a seed will abide alone. But I'm going to, I'm not going to, so what are you going to sow? I'm going to sow myself. What are you going to reap? If you're going to sow the God kind, what are you going to reap? Am I your fruit or am I your... And the Lord said, listen, you're like a branch. But if you're in the vine, the life of the vine will get over into the life of the branch. And the branch will bear the fruit that comes out of the vine. I'm going to life you. I'm going to fill you. I'm going to energize you. I'm going to regenerate you. I'm going to fuel you. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to renew you. That's what he's going to do. Run up here. That's what he's doing. My God, the power of Almighty God on you. It's what he's going to do. And that's what he's doing. And the efforts of the adversary globally are to inflate and magnify his defeated condition to make a giant out of his midget status. He's too inferior. To be mentioned in the same life with you. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Shout hallelujah three times. And so... Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Well, it became him. By whom are all things. That means by him he created all things. And for whom are all things. They're created for him. In bringing many sons to glory. By making the captain of their salvation perfect or mature or relevant through suffering. How many are sons of God? Shout yes. How many daughters or sons shout yes? yes. Hallelujah. 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 And see, people get hung up on that, but I'm going to explain that. But because in Christ there is no Jew and Gentile, bond or free, uh, etc., and Scythian or male or female, that's not relevant. Hallelujah. The only one thing is relevant and that is Christ. Meaning that the women have the same benefit of salvation that has been granted to man. And you know, I ask, you know, little Christian. I call him little Christian because he doesn't have a concept of, you know, big Christian yet. 
So I call them little Christian, but I can call them that. You call them Christian. <laughs> and I say to him, what did Brother Shambach say? No, no, not that one. He says, God chose a woman. Because our W said, God, he said, you know, God chose a woman to carry the living word for nine months. And denominations won't let a woman carry the written word of God. But we believe that God calls men and God calls women. And we believe that Christ came to liberate all of humanity from the snare of the adversary and the bond of iniquity. And he's died equally for one gender as he's done for another. Amen. Hallelujah. So little Christian, little Christian. If I said, what did Brother Shambach say? God chose a woman. Hallelujah. Well, I love you. Bringing many sons and daughters to you. You getting anything out of that? It's TBC. And so, if we're going to name the message tonight, I guess I might as well call it the eternal glory, the plunder. And the throne. Because he came from eternal glory. Came down to earth. Plundered the powers of darkness. And raised us up to sit together with him. In the heavenly places far above. But also in that which is to come. You're more than a conqueror. The Lord has healed you. The Lord has delivered you. The Lord has revived you. The Lord has raised you. Ma, 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 ma. Ma, 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 ma. Ma, ma, ma. The Lord has empowered you. So, so stay on your feet for a moment. Let me just give you this so we, we don't have to not be ready tomorrow. And, um. What is man? Why is man? Who is man? And how is man? How is man going to be used? Well, the same works that I do shall he do also. How how is man going to be used? And they took note of them that they had been with Jesus. How are you going to be in this hour when doubt and unbelief fills the planet? The same effectiveness that we had during a pagan Roman Empire, we will have today during the 21st century. The same authority we had in the 1st century, we're going to have in the 21st century. It runs in the family. And there's
there's a saying in this world, as goes the head, so goes the body. Well, guess how the head's doing? He's the head over the body, the church. Guess how the head's doing? He's doing real good. How's the body doing? Healed and sanctified and holy. Energized and full of the Holy Ghost. Now, it's translated 196 times, how is man? And it's translated also 93 times or so, why is man? In the Bible, not what is man that you're mindful of meaning a contradiction between man's non-relevance and God's goodness. No, what did you create? create man to be well I created man to be in my image well the spirit of prophecy is looking and saying but since Adam all are going back into the earth and no one is exercising the prophetical ability that you have created the universe for your creation you've made your creation lord over the entire uh, fowl of the air everything no what is man that you're mindful? And then the prophetic spirit clicks in. Or the son of man that you visited him. And that is the hour of visitation talked about by the Lord himself regarding um, Jerusalem. He said, because you did not what? Accept or believe or ex- receive the hour of your visitation. It was visitation by incarnation. It wasn't a move of the spirit or a wave of God. It was the Lord becoming a human. So that the human would be changed. If we were all going to just get to heaven. He surely would have told us that. He wouldn't have told us change. We couldn't change for thousands of years. Daughters we couldn't change. Makes no sense at all for God to become a man. And then say change. We should have just grabbed onto his feet. Said don't ascend now. You hold on, you know, cloud, just stay where you are. I got a hold of the, the don't, don't leave me now. What do you mean it's better for me that you go away? You ain't going nowhere. What do you mean? Because if we were not convinced that all of the ones before him were waiting for him and that what he did was more than enough to change us we would have never invaded the world in the first, second, and third, and fourth century. Despite the persecution, despite the martyrdoms, despite the oppositions, despite the enemy's uh, adverse weapons against us. But we did. Because we were changed by the power of the Redeemer. We were transformed from ordinary men to supernatural sons and daughters of the Most High God. If that is you today and you accept the mandate of God, lift your hands and give God the greatest shout of praise. He's ever heard us sing. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.